This is a JTP Audio Podcast. You gotta love it. You know I do. Welcome to Good One, Keith. Episode 7, let's do this thing. My name is Jason Portizo. I'm Nathan Dickinson. And I'm Walter West Coast. <laughs> so close. It was so close that time. Oh, is he going to do it? Is he going to do it? <laughs> uh, it's our second attempt doing this episode. We had some issues with it with it before. Maybe we'll post some bloopers, who knows. But um, coming in via, uh, via phone, uh, our guest today is uh, the barefoot juggalo himself. This is James Boyko. James, what's going on? Hey guys, what's going on? Good, man. It's good to hear you live from the mountains. Good to actually hear you this time and not have it be a jumbled mess that we had to scrap. Yeah, it's nice. That's uh, that's kind of cool when things happen in real time. So the way is uh, it's a different kind of communication. Yes. So Jason just called you the barefoot juggalo. So uh, uh, do you work barefoot? Uh, they don't allow me to where I work, but uh, if I could, I most definitely would. I'm barefoot as often as possible. So why is that? Like, so, why why do you go around barefoot like I'm some kind of a mountain boy? Well, I mean, I kind of am a mountain boy for one, so that's like a, that's important. But also, I'm into like you know being able to get on how the primitives did. I like being able to you know survive, you know, with really nothing but me as, as well as I possibly can. If I wanted to get into barefooting, what's the first thing that I would need to do? Um, take your shoes well, off. Well, you should probably take your shoes off. Yeah, that's that's the correct I answer. That. <laughs> left, of, left foot or right foot? Like he's, he really just wants to do this right. I, I've messed it up depends. before. Is he right-handed or left-handed? I'm right-handed. All right, so start with your right. That's going to be your lead foot. That's going to do all like your steering. You're kind of just pushing off with your back foot, you know? So then what? We need to buy some other kind of foot covering device or... No, no, no. You'll get, you'll get that device as you walk. Like It's called calluses. You'll just scrape the shit out of your feet, oh, and it'll hurt, but then it'll heal, and it'll be thicker and stronger. Do, do Crocs count? Yeah, no, is, no, is Crocs like barefooting? Bare skin on earth. No, definitely not. So what, what you mean is when you go into the mountains, you find a bear, kill it, and now you've got bare feet. Well, I mean, I haven't tried that yet. But I would, I would accept that as bare feet. Well, fair. What's the craziest place you've uh, you've barefooted? Um, definitely up in the Adirondacks. Um, like overall, like for as far as like overall long hikes are concerned, like Colden Mountain was pretty much the nastiest barefoot terrain I've <laughs> ever been a part of. I've seen you barefoot then, like, um, uh, during the prognostication at Punxsutawney on Groundhog Day several times. Yeah, I'm going for, I think this will be either year four or five. I lost count. But, yeah, I like to I like to do the prognostication barefoot now and make it a little bit more challenging. Nice. You're better than me. I lose count after two or three. Right. I honestly yeah. cannot remember whether it's year four or year five. I feel like it's four in a row. I think you're probably right. I think I, I, think I, might, have, uh, I might have asked Dogmatic to help me out with that painting because it was, like, my third year in a row. And, uh... I'd probably do it again at like five, maybe. Who, who celebrates three? Yeah, Dogmatic did two paintings this year, and uh, James Boyko got the second one. Nice. I wonder who got the first one. 
and it's a groundhog with a big foot underneath it, right? <laughs> yeah, it's sick. That's awesome. We love, we love I'll have to show you guys game. sometime. Send you a picture of it. It's awesome. You can listen to Automatic's episodes, uh, episode three. Uh, there is no video to go along with that one before we started doing that, but uh, good one, Keith. Episode three does feature Dogmatic. If you want to hear some stories from him, but maybe we can take pictures of our uh, Dogmatic collections and put them up on. You know, the, I'll, uh, I'll just get a video of you doing your Dogmatic impression and uh, and just go from there. I mean, I'm sure I don't know what you're even talking about. Dogmatic, where'd you come from? <laughs> I was in the back this whole time. <laughs> So, so James, as a juggalo, how many balls can you juggle? How many balls you got? Uh, well, I, I, this isn't a hypothetical question. I'm just asking you how many balls you can juggle as a juggalo. Um, I've juggled up to three balls. All right. Hey, it's not bad. I mean, that's pretty nice. I mean, it's a bare minimum. I'd say juggling two is just like tossing two balls in the air. You have to be juggling at least three for it to be considered juggling. I think, I think three is the bare minimum for, for, ju- for juggling. Yeah, I mean, it'd be sweet if you could do four, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's totally fun. <laughs> All right, so let's, uh, let's ask him one of these questions from one of these pod decks here. Hashtag powered by pod decks. As always, Poddex, uh, you can find these at poddex.com. Use the promo code JTP Audio. Get yourself 10% off your order, and you'll uh, get a little kickback to help out the podcast as well. So, uh, uh, Juggalo, when you were a kid, did you have any posters on your wall? And if so, what were they? Um, no, I didn't, really, uh, I didn't really have posters on my walls, actually. I moved around so much when I was younger that we really didn't even get to the point of hanging up posters. But um, when I was a little bit older... I did have some posters. I had some Rage Against the Machine posters up on my wall. Ooh, angsty. <laughs> What's the name of that woman who was married to Jim Carrey briefly? Adrian Barbeau? No, she was a supermodel. Uh, Adrian Barbeau. She was in Playboy. Taylor Leone? No. Um, I'm pretty sure he's talking about she's Adrian Barbeau. Cra- she's crazy now. Anyway, that's the person who I had up on my wall, and she was like wearing <laughs> almost nothing, and my mom hated every time she came into my room. Oh, Jenny McCarthy. Jenny McCarthy. Yeah, okay. Wait, wait, you, said, you said crazy. You were supposed to say complete batshit. Oh, my bad. Sorry. That would have given it away. She wasn't batshit bad then, but I mean, there was something that was... You she know. was, but you were just looking at her boobs. Yeah, I wasn't looking at her batshit. Yeah. <laughs> I think he means a bad person whose clothes are on. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, When I was, uh, I'm going to say from ages like uh eight or nine up to like 12 13 i was a uh a, a regular subscriber of nintendo power magazine so i had i just took out all the posters even the games that i wasn't playing and just covered my room in them nice. uh there was uh ga- games i just did not ever plan on playing nba jam stuff like that like um but anytime there was a game i cared about any mario game any zelda game right up on the wall yeah um i'm the same way the first uh, poster like i grew up really poor so the first First poster I could ever afford to buy myself was um, I bought the double LP of Pink Floyd's Wall on vinyl when I was 15. And, like, that huge poster inside went right up on my wall. But when I was younger, my mother did buy Zelda. And so I kept the insert because it had the map. Nice. And that was up on my wall ever since I was, like, nine. Let's get one here out of the Would You Rather deck. Uh, James, go ahead and say when. One right there. All right, let's start with uh, let's start with trash boat this time. Would you rather pick a different car? Because you definitely asked this question two episodes ago. Wait, what's the other option? Yeah, what's the 
is the uh, pull a tooth or with pliers or brand new stuff with a cattle prod? Uh, question. Uh, uh, all right. So, would you rather blow up a hundred balloons or lick five hundred envelopes? Um, damn. I would rather blow up a hundred balloons because I could do it quicker. You smoke way too much for me to believe you. <laughs> have you ever tried licking a hundred stamps? Can't say. I also, who? Even if it's not stamps and it's envelopes, it is envelopes. Okay, so you know. If you tried licking 100 envelopes, it's not. It takes forever. And this is 500 envelopes. Yeah. That's five forevers. I'd rather blow up 100 balloons. Yeah. Uh, I would think I would go with the balloons, uh, mostly because I just blow them up with helium, guys. I'm not going to waste my own well, breath. You've got to blow them up yourself. Oh, come on. Putting, obviously putting limitations If it's 500 here. envelopes, you're obviously going to use a sponge. So, like, we gotta, so then why would I have to blow it up myself? If you use your butt, you can do it in, like, question. five minutes, dude. Oh, yeah. But that's methane, not helium. It ain't going to float. It's going to stink. Still, you're still blowing them up yourself. Uh, juggalo, uh, as a juggalo, how many balloons have you blown up with your butt? Um, Three in the same eight-hour period. Whoop, whoop! I think that's a world record. <laughs> also, but not, but, a, per, but not a personal best. No. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. All right. Challenge, though, I would definitely go for the, the stamps, though. I mean, the, the envelopes, you guys are crazy. You would pass out before you ever got all the balloons blown up. Yeah, and, then it's not, and then it's not my problem anymore. And there's no acid on the envelope, so what's the point of licking them? Listen, yeah, I guess I, I would. I've rolled over 100 blunts in the night, so if I could do that, <laughs> I'm pretty sure I could do 100 envelopes. Well, it's 500 <laughs> envelopes. It's, I guess I would rather kind of blow up 100 balloons. All right, uh, let's do one straight from the interview deck, hot off the presses. <laughs> Hashtag powered by Poddex. This is a would you rather card. Is it? It says interview deck, but here we go. Would you rather give up all drinks except for water or give up eating anything that was cooked in an oven? So I've already kind of given up most things. Uh, I really just drink water, seltzer, and beer and coffee. And that's pretty much like I, I gave up soda a couple years ago. Um, but giving up beer is just not going to happen. Things cooked in an oven. I do most of my cooking on the stovetop. I think I can get away with that. Are we counting microwave oven? I believe uh, in the sense they probably mean a conventional oven. I'll allow microwaves. Uh, well, you know, I'm, I'm going to have to say I would um, give up anything. Or no, uh, I don't understand the question. What, what the hell? Uh, I would give up uh, the Would you rather give up oven. beer or meatloaf? That's the question. Oh, I've given up meatloaf years ago. <laughs> yeah. That about sizes it up. That's, right kind of the, that's kind of the question. Well, I mean, can't you like freeze beer and then chew it and it's kind of like eating? I mean. <laughs> no, you're still drinking a portion of it, Walter. Get your head out of your ass. I think for me, um, I could eat fried food, uh, fried chicken specifically every day for the rest of my life. But if I can't drink liquid acid, then, I mean, what am I doing here? Well, if you're eating fried chicken every day, the end of your life is probably only about two weeks away. <laughs> bok bok bagok <laughs> bonus yeah but you can get so many flavors in that two week period of time especially if I'm high on acid the whole time buddy Michael, sure. what about you like the combination of growing up poor and having a cooking background I'll totally give up the oven before I gotta give up any brews yeah, I, I can, can make anything with any other way you know, anything in oven. pot you know? yeah I think, uh, I, I think being allowed to, to still cook on stovetop gives you this is just kind of, it just gets easy. And the big one's the grill. Oh, yeah. Like, you can grill whatever you want. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, totally. Isn't that called a grill oven, though? No. <laughs> no, no, it's not. <laughs> and that's... Hashtag powered by Poddex. Oh, man. Jump of the gun. I Got me a little excited. The buttons are like half an inch away from me. My nipples okay. just like shrank Hashtag down diameter so much. <laughs> Every time we press that button, we get zero cents. That's true. James Boyko, I would like yeah. you to tell me a story about Keith Baird. Make it good. Okay. Um. So like I was saying earlier, um, the only real experiences I have had with Keith outside of the Ocean County Mall have been in Punxsutawney, Pennsylvania or the surrounding towns. I think it's been like 11 times or something right now that I've, that I've seen him there. But, but, but even then, that's still over the course of 11 years. It's not like you, you've met the guy, uh, I mean, in, in person a couple of times, but I mean, this is still like a long time to at least, you know, to, to, to have Punxsutawney in common with somebody. Yeah, sometimes I think I, I know the people that I only see once a year for, like, decades at a time better than the people that I see every day for years on end <laughs> right? consecutively. People you see every day having gone through the trauma of a shared Punxsutawney experience. <laughs> right, exactly. I mean, like, when people, like, experience, like, different sorts of trauma, they find other people that have experienced similar kinds of things, and they find common ground. Punxsutawney is like that in a lot of ways. There's really no, like, you know, there's no real way to, like, tell somebody how to get through it except find somebody else who's done it. So what's your favorite uh, Punxsutawney story where Keith was involved? One particular year, we thought that there was... Now, this, it's, it's, it's a lot less ironic now because we've actually been through a pandemic. But one year, we were locked in a hotel together um, during a year that we thought that there was like this outbreak. So we were stuck in a hotel it was on the top of this hill. And, uh, what, what town was that? What town is that? Walt Brookville PA Brookville. Yeah. I've only been there like 17 times. I don't remember. You know, it was a, a truck jackknifed in the, in the driveway coming up to this hotel. So they're like, Hey, nobody can leave or nobody can go. So most of the people that are there are starting to panic now, you know, <laughs> <laughs> like it's starting to set in because of what they had just been through. Like, you know, they'll have a really hard time leading up to the prognostication. Then they'll have a hard snap and be okay for a few hours. Usually maybe even catch a little shot. eye if they're lucky, but then once they wake up or once they come back to like reality, that's when like the hard slap comes. And that's what everybody there was starting to go through. So Keith had, this long coat on that he, that I've seen him pretty much wear every year or something similar to it and a hat. What kind of hat is that? I don't know. It's an adventurer's hat. Don't placate Keith. <laughs> okay. It's an adventurer's hat. It's, it's a, what he has is actually, it's, it's a proper fedora, not the, not the neck beard type of fedora, but it's a, it's a real, like a, what, an, what a fedora actually should be. Yeah, the kind you wear into yeah. a temple when you're going to get gold out from the inside. Yeah, that's fair too because I've seen a lot of people try to pull off hats and they don't really do it well. You just he definitely pulls off a hat. So anyway, but so the people I I came with have come from New York and they're all absolutely like strung out. They've never seen anything like it. They've snapped over and over again. They're passing out you know, all over each other on the floor. 
trying to like find spaces, eat food that's left around, try to regain some sort of reality. Keith comes in and starts playing guitar super loud and pretty much drives all of them into a hysteria. Can I okay. guess what song he played? What song did he play? There's no way he played anything other than Wagon Wheel. <laughs> Wrong. It was You Can't Always Get What You Want by the Rolling Stones. <laughs> Wait, no, what was it? No. Jason's right. He definitely played Wagon it's Wheel. It's the only song he God knows. Damn it. It's the only song he knows. Yes. In his, de- in his yeah. defense, and I can't believe I'm going to defend Keith on this, but Keith knew that song before Hootie even covered it. That's incorrect. Keith plays it in the improper key that everybody plays it in, which is G. The song is in A. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. You know you, you know an awful lot about uh, that, that terrible, terrible No, I don't. Song. No, I don't know anything about Wagon Wheel. You sound like you might have played Wagon Wheel many, many times. So Keith comes in, plays Wagon Wheel. What happens? Everybody in the room then is like, you know, getting more and more aggravated because they're trying to fall asleep. <laughs> He's screaming, come on, everybody. It's six more weeks. You know, you know, I don't know what condition he was in. I don't venture a guess, but it wasn't the one that, you know, people are normally in. Um, so, you know, like the whole entire room stands up eventually and starts to try to move the kid out of the room. <laughs> But he was literally being carried out of the room while continuing to play this song, like trying to get through the chorus of Wagon Wheel while he's being dragged up. Get the fuck out of here. Shut the fuck up. You know? People that, throwing that still happens whenever somebody it's, plays Wagon Wheel. It's 11 yeah. o'clock in the morning. <laughs> do you remember what year this was? James, do you remember what year, do you remember what year this was? I, I couldn't tell you. Okay. Honestly, like, it, they're like a collage of, of years at this point. It was while we were still at the days I'm, in. I know that I'm going to so year 17. Th- so this was before I started coming, right? Um, yeah, because were you ever at the days yeah. in? Uh, I think the days in. No, I, I did the Golden Eagle. Uh, the, the, the one, the one where the Golden Eagle was. Was that was that at days in? No, days in was up the hill. Okay, uh, behind yeah, the so Chinese be, restaurant. So I'm I'm trying to give Keith yeah. a little bit of credit here because uh, my first Ponce Tony was 2012, uh, and I pulled him up here. Uh, Darius Rucker covered uh, Wagon Wheel and made this song. You know. This, this smash uh, in 2013. So he definitely did it before that. So he actually covered it as a legit o- uh, Old Crow Medicine Show song. Wow. So I'm giving Keith a little bit of credit for that, for uh, for actually getting on the Wagon Wheel bandwagon, the band, yeah. the bandwagon wheel. Don't give him credit. He's probably the reason that Darius Rucker uh, covered it. He was probably there and you heard him. I'm not giving him any credit because, like I said, he played it in G. And it's in, I mean, I don't know. I wasn't. I don't know how to play Wagon Wheel, Walter. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Well, you have to give him some credit regardless because the beginning of the story was where he saw the prognostication when he went to the hotel. So right there he gets he gets credibility in some way. So we got we got people who are losing their minds because they, they don't know how uh Punks and Tony is supposed to work. Keith comes in there and plays Wagon Wheel, does not help the situation at all, which I don't understand <laughs> how how he thought that was gonna go. I don't know what his what <laughs> I don't know what his plan A was, but he gets carried out of the room. Um <laughs> Should we get him on the phone? Is there is there more? Uh, is is there an aftermath to the story? I mean, that's that was pretty much it. I mean, I, I think that they locked it up after that, and he wasn't getting in anymore. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, that was that's what happened. Get him up there. Yeah, get him on the line. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna try to get Keith uh, in here on this uh, on the Zoom call. We're gonna do things a little backwards this time. So, in the meantime, I'd like to ask you a question. Well, I, I don't I don't necessarily hate it, but I'm definitely not a fan of Jimbo. Like I'm not, I'm not. I don't like when people are like yo Jimbo. That's one I'm definitely 
you know, not, I mean, it's not even Jim. It's not even Bo. I, I know. I know. That sounds like something that people in upstate New York would say to you a lot, though. It's it's fairly common upstate. Yeah, I haven't heard it since I've been down in Jersey. Followed by Bud. What's up, Jimbo Bud? <laughs> yep. Hey, Bud, Jimbo Bud. No, no shade against upstate New York. We all love our listeners from upstate New York. All and, none of them. Uh, and call up Walter, and he wants to talk to you. Yes. Uh, so, um, uh, a nickname that uh, I have been called that I hate uh, is actually Walrus. I don't even know where the fuck that came from. And like, I don't have big teeth. I don't have flippers. And go. All right, maybe I understand why I was called Walrus, but I still don't like it. I like it. I guess uh, the people that I was quote unquote friends with that weren't really my friends when I was younger would call me Grimace because I was big and fat and purple. I am not purple I anymore. You turned blue one time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm not purple anymore, buddy. Um, I uh, I've heard every single variation of my last name: uh, Porchizo, Protozoa. Uh, yes, I've heard that one. Um, especially in uh, eighth grade science class, we got that one a lot. Um, Parcheesi. Uh, it wasn't until someone called me, called me yeah, someone called me uh, J Por Queso, which I thought was a nice variation on J Porcheso, and I didn't even mind it. But uh, it, it's just it's just old. Like I'm, not, I'm not like offended by it. It's just like just get better material. I also hear people calling you Corinne behind your back, and I don't know what that's about. No, that's just me. Oh, that's my catfish name. Oh. All right, whatever you say, Corinne. <laughs> <laughs> I've been catfishing Nathan for months. So I'd like to uh, give a, a quick shout out to our fans right now. Um, shout out Corinne. Yes, Corinne, our, our, our number one fan, as a matter of fact. Um, shout out to our big number two fan, Keith Baird. And uh, that's all our fans. So uh, I, I think I did my shout outs. Keith is a number two fan. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's get into the Would You Rather deck. Uh, Nathan, see you when. When? Making sure it's one we haven't read a thousand times. Uh, Nathan, would you rather take cold showers for the rest of your life or never get more than four hours of sleep at night ever again? I feel like we've had this one already. <sighs> Did we? Yeah, I, th- I feel like we had this on like episode two. You just described my life until I could have a job that paid me well <laughs> enough to get my own fucking apartment. <laughs> I don't know, the cold showers, because there are some nights that I would like six hours of sleep, seven hours of sleep, but I could live without piping hot water as long as I have enough soap to get myself clean. Yeah, I don't, I don't mind the, uh, the the shock that comes from a, uh, from a super cold shower. Sometimes, uh, especially first thing in the morning, uh, you're, uh, you're out. Hold on, we got Keith. Hey, Keith, you there? I sure am. Hey, what's going there? on? What's yeah, going on, dude? Not the whole lot, man. My webcam's fucking up. I don't really know what's going on. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, uh, they, they're going to, they, the other people will join us in a second here. But, sure. um, but yeah, um, so I was talking about this game night. Um, what's your availability like? My availability? Um, I could probably do Are you available thing. right now, Keith? Right now, yes. Hey, buddy. Hi, guys. He got you again. 
sure did. Oh man, I planted seeds hours ago for him to give them this year. Jason made a whole game board. <laughs> there you guys are. You know what? Though, when you said you were on your way to Joe McCall and Jen's, I was like, "Oh, I actually was. I, I was. I was supposed to be there now." Oh my God, Keith! <laughs> if you got in your car and started driving down there, that would have been the most hilarious thing for me ever. Well, apparently Keith was supposed to crash into our other podcast. <laughs> oh, Dogman, I told you that. Yeah, he said, "Uh, uh, your Nathan, say it in Dogman's voice for me." Uh, he was supposed to be here by now. He was supposed to be here by now. I mean, he texted me, and he said he was coming, but then he said, I'm running a little late. And I said, well, it's past the time when you should be here because the podcast is already <laughs> happening. And then I have to go pick up the Geraldine's kids later. Like, all right, dogmatic, <laughs> fine. Jesus Christ. That's a really good thought. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> That's why we keep dogmatic. doing it. Um, I didn't tell him I was on his way. I asked if it was still happening. And wait, did I say? Uh, yeah, <laughs> I should have left when he got there. But yeah, that was a a plan. He had called me a few days prior and said, "Hey, you know it would be funny." And he said that you guys were doing the beer podcast, Part and you totally like, punted it. So it was pretty funny, actually. Yeah, sure. Sure. It was a good one, Keith. So it, it was thematic. Uh, Keith, I got James Boyko on the phone. Who? <laughs> He's the Juggalo. Do you not know who oh, the Juggalo yeah. is? No, I do. <laughs> well, when you say the <laughs> Sorry, I got the Juggalo on the phone. I didn't know my name. Oh, the Juggalo. Uh, I know him. <laughs> See, I know, I, I know the Juggalo as, to, to be Rob. That's, that's, uh, that, that's who I... I know him. Of. I know him to be Juggalo Rob. Okay. I know James as the Juggalo. No, the I, Juggalo. I have James's Groundhog sweatshirt. I know James. I I, I have a James uh, drum, uh, Groundhog shirt. Yeah. Here's so, a T-shirt. Oh oh, a oh 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 oh. So James is telling us a story. Uh, you were at the uh, what was the uh, the name of the hotel? It was the Days Inn on the top of the Days hill. Inn. And yeah. uh, so there was a there was a whole bunch of rookies there who were freaking out. And you tried to calm them down by bringing a guitar and playing one of the worst songs ever. What year was this? Pre-2012. That's all we know. Because I wasn't, I wasn't involved yet. Uh, what song? What song do you think? You grabbed the guitar and started playing. Probably Wagon Wheel. Thank you. <laughs> that's, that was really good, Keith. You, came, you overcame those one out of three odds to come up with the right song. <laughs> <laughs> have you have you learned another song since then, Keith? Uh, I think I've learned a Frozen song or a Tangled song, maybe. Uh, he, he's learned the Darius Rucker version of Wagon Wheel. Right. On guitar or on uh, washtub bass, because it's not the same thing, Keith. No, washtub takes more talent to get Frozen songs down. I will burn your house to the ground. Yeah, I don't understand how you could say that the washtub takes talent. I, I'm I'm just confused. It takes a lot of talent to look like you know what you're doing with a washtub base. Yeah, you need sunglasses and a hat. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and a washtub. Not just any hat, though. No, you need that brimmed hat. 
That explorer oh, yeah. hat. Ah, in your face, Jason. An what? explorer hat. That's what Keith calls it, and he's a serious explorer, Jason. Yeah, you're just gonna you're just gonna agree with Keith. That's where that's what's happening right now. Yeah, is that what we've come to? That's it only took seven episodes. It only took seven episodes for you to become a uh, a Keith sympathizer. Oh man, it got real quiet after you said that. Thank you, Nathan. Um, Fuck you, Keith. Thank you again. Um, I'll take that as a compliment. I I can't uh, honestly corroborate that story because I probably was drinking if I played that song and don't remember. But that's something I that's something if I had a guitar pre two thousand twelve, I probably would have done. Sure. So you start so. playing Wagon Wheel to a room full of people who are not handling Punxsutawney very well. Who are not handling punk? That sounds about right. Sure. <laughs> oh, do you not remember what happened? Do we have to, we have to remind you what happened? Uh, I think if I got carried out of a room with people begging me to stop playing guitar, I think I'd remember that story for a while. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Boyko, you want to fill them in? You, they were snapping really bad. I think I think I even brought some of them to New Jersey from upstate New York to then drive to Punxsy <laughs> and not sleep and see the prognostication. So, I mean, they were definitely <laughs> already pretty uh, hurt. Okay, wait, hold on. I, I have one recollection of a year where there is a guitar in a hotel room, but that was probably the year I went a little overboard because there's a lot of that I don't remember. Like what? Um, well, being dragged out <laughs> after playing guitar is one thing. <laughs> so by going a little bit overboard, you mean having graham crackers and apple juice right after your nap time? Or... <laughs> Wait, did that really happen? <laughs> that doesn't sound like something I would do, man. <laughs> no, it sounds like something exactly I would do. I just don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Let's pull out uh, one of these decks from the pod decks. Oh, Hashtag boy. powered by pod decks. Keith Bear, what do you think is the most unpleasant sounding word? Um, wagon wheel. Is that wrong? That is a pair of words. It's got a hyphen. No. No. It could. No. No. All right. I don't know. I got nothing. You're doing great, Answer. Keith. Thank you. Juggalo, how about you? The most unpleasant sounding word. Despair. Despair does sound bad. It does sound... Yeah, it's about as bad as it gets, right? It does sound uh, a little too close to Keith Baird. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> mm. I'd probably have to say vermilion. 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 The wow. blue color. Is it blue? I think it's blue. It's kind of blue. It's like, it's it's like, a, it's like a bluish green. Uh, well, either way, vermilion. I think it's a, that's a cool sounding word. Yeah, I, I it got, bothers me a little bit. I got to yeah, disagree with you. That's like velour. That's, that's a, no, that word velour. is sexy. Velour is sexy, but vermilion. It sounds like a million, and, and like there's a million vers, and what the f- I told you it was red. Oh, it's red. red. Like vermilion, is a, uh, vermilion is a shade of red. Yeah, like a brick red. Yeah. yeah. Well, color me corrected. I will right. color you uh, vermilion. Oh my god! See it again, Mufasa. I I, I almost already <laughs> am vermilion. 
right? I, did, I don't know. For, I, I had a word in mind. I just lost it because we said vermilion 17 times. And so I can't for me, think of anything else. and you see why it's a terrible so word. So vermilion is Jason's oh, most unpleasant no, word. No, no, I, no I, re- I remember it now. Not only is the word itself disgusting, but like, uh, I mean, is, is the, the, the meaning of the word disgusting, but like just like the, the way the way the word is put together and the way, you, I, I don't know, the word, the word mung. It just sound. Mm. It just sounds like what it is. Mung. Mung. I'm not. I'm not googling it for you, Keith. Yeah, you can do that on your own, and uh, don't soil the podcast with that. I feel like that's a trap. I don't it's not a trap. I just told you how bad it was. You you literally know how bad it is right now. It's not a trap if we tell you it's bad. Right. <laughs> the most unpleasant um, sounding word for me is definitely tripe. I hate how it mm, sounds. Yeah. When I hear how it sounds, I can see how it looks in my mind, and I hate it. Yep. Um, the the word poop, your 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 mouth makes the same shape that your asshole makes. Yeah, that's fun. And it's just fun to say poop, 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 poop. and it's right next to pee pee. Yeah. The same is also true for explosive diarrhea. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> what isn't fun is when you try to say fart with your mouth and then you poop a little. Yeah. <laughs> This is a uh, this is a mature show for adults. For adults, put the kitties to bed. We're talking farts here, turd. Sure Speaking of absolute pieces of shit, Keith. <laughs> question for you. I swear to God, I cut to the stupid <laughs> polar teeth card again. Keith, Jason, would you rather? Have your jaw wired shut for a month, drinking only through a straw, or wear an eye patch for a year? Oh, fucking eye patch. I feel like this is a no-brainer. Yeah. Is anybody against eye patch? Is anybody going for the jaw thing? I'm, I'm going to play no. devil's advocate and just say that drinking through a straw all year long would be way more bearable. Than wearing an eye patch, which could become daunting, but the eye patch is just such a hard fashion statement it's that cool. you know. There's well, even more so, no you're only drinking through the straw for a month. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the straw's only yeah. for a month. Not me, Keith. I'm not a fucking. Why don't you quitter. learn to listen, trash boat? Guys, Jesus. you can just cut a hole in the eye patch. You can still see through it and still and then wear you it. Can drink through the eye patch. Got exactly it <laughs> for a month. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's get let's go, let's get to everyone here. Um, Boyko, yeah. Would you rather blow your nose with sandpaper, or uh, use bubble wrap for toilet paper? Now uh, we're asking, now we're getting the hardball questions. Well, I mean, I could literally just blow a snot out of my nostril on either side into a piece of sandpaper, but I feel like it'd be like not very successful trying to wipe my ass with bubble wrap. So I'm gonna go with sandpaper. Blow your nose. So you think this is more about like uh, uh, comparing the pain of you know wiping your nose with uh, with sandpaper versus the uh, the unsuccessful attempt at wiping your ass with bubble wrap? Is this 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 is pain versus uh, versus a messy situation? I think I'll still go sandpaper. I mean, like if you have a bunch of shit in your crack, like because you're trying to wipe with bubble wrap, I think it'll lead to more pain overall than you'll probably get from the sandpaper. This is why we are rated number one uh, for content creation for ages 13 and above. Out of a, uh, <laughs> out of a, a survey given to Walter's mom. All right. <laughs> All right. All right. So 
I would go with the bubble wrap. I mean, just think about all those bubbles and ridges, the the texture sensations. I mean, it's it's a pretty good time wiping your ass at that point. Well, it also doesn't say you can't pop the bubbles beforehand. Exactly. Which I think would well, I mean, I would pop them afterwards, process. obviously. Pop them during. I would just like yeah. stick, stick it up there and just clench. <laughs> That's exactly what I was going to say is that I'm on Team Walter with the bubble wrap because I definitely want to see if I can pop each individual bubble with my asshole while I'm wiping it. Or even better, how many you could get in one clench. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's the- <laughs> Go for personal best here. I think we're going to win the Nobel Prize. Guys, for oil, according, uh... Can I change my answer? No, it's too late. Sorry. <laughs> well, you had a good run, James Boyko. Thanks a lot for stopping by. <laughs> let's get one more out of the What the Heck deck. Let's, uh, let's end this Godforsaken show forever. All right. So I'm trying to take out these ones um, that we've already asked. All right. Keith. Besides yeah, the yeah, name yeah. Keith. What would be the absolute worst name you could give your child? Uh, all right, it's, it's between three: uh, Nathan, Jason, or Walter. Wow, wow, be, um, that's offensive. Uh, what have I, we ever yeah, done to you? Up. And I defended you. <laughs> My son is named Nathan. That is not okay. Oh, yeah, that is messed up. Oh, and his name Bear. All right, let's. I was named after out. my father. My dad's son is named Jason. Okay, fuck you, Keith. <laughs> How about you, Juggalo? Um, well, I would never name any of my children after uh, anybody in the uh, inner circle. So anybody currently a member, I would, you know, I would never name my children after. You're not going to name uh, your kid Thunder Chaser or Windbreaker? <laughs> That's right. I'm not doing it. I would consider Ben, but that'd be it. Only, you know far as like x numbers go only so you can yell at him and ask him what time it is <laughs> exactly <laughs> or what or how cold it is what's the temperature the temperature i mean for me i can easily think of one right off the top of my head and it is mark i would never name my child mark i would never do that to anybody you're just setting them up for failure Yep. Yeah, I would rather name my boy Sue so he learned how to be tough instead of Mark <laughs> so he learned how to be pedestrian and annoying. <laughs> right. I, I, that's, 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 most, <laughs> that's the most harmful thing you could have said to him. Guys, he's not even here to defend himself. That's so mean. I mean, you guys are being, like, silly, but honestly, the absolute worst name that you can give your child is Dildo. I mean, if you think about it, it's it's really messed up just calling your kid Dildo out in public or if you lose them and then you're asking everybody have you seen my dildo that's hilarious <laughs> he's about this big <laughs> uh jason you, you got one uh if your last name is hawk you probably shouldn't name your name name your kid mike um fair also goes for uh hunt if your last name is hunt <laughs> um i think there's a couple of names that are just like i think they're just retired like, uh, you know, you just really just, you can't, you can't name your kid Adolf ever again. No. Um, Adolf's off Ike. the table. Uh, what was that? Ike. Ike. Can't really name your kid Ike or Zeke anymore. Yeah. Just doesn't track. Um, can we, uh, can we stop with the Aidens, Bradens, Cadens, and Daydens? I think yeah, but not Jaden. We're going to keep that one. So, okay, before we end this farce for the rest of time, <laughs> let's do something really, really, really fun. 
one of our favorite segments here. Let's make up a rumor about Joe McCall. Let's make a rumor about Joe McCall. <clears throat> so, uh, Juggalo, if you've uh, um, never uh, done this before, what we do is we make up a totally true rumor about Joe McCall. Yeah, got, Let's I've, I've make a rumor before. about Joe McCall. I feel like it's implied in the na- name of the segment. Right. Well, right I, yeah. I was helping. When do you guys want to go or you want me to go first? You can go. I heard that uh, I heard that Joe McCall doesn't have real teeth, but he has fake teeth, and underneath them is candy corn. <laughs> it's true. I heard that he actually knew what vermilion was. Oh man, that's messed up. And Damn. top three favorite colors. Oh. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. I heard that Joe McCall breeds gerbils. And it's not for the reason you guys think, you dirty people. It, it's so he could put them up his butt. <laughs> <laughs> totally true. Well, I've heard he's inside that fireplace that I'm looking at right now through the Zoom meeting. Oh, man, good one, Keith. Yeah, that was the best one of the night. Juggalo, what is your rumor <sighs> about uh, Joe McCall? Well, I've heard that he has a collection of his belly button lint. But he's saving for something. Do we know what the something is? All I know about it. He's just saving it for a rainy day, I guess. That's for a different rumor. (laughs) That is an enigmatic rumor. That's how we play. Let's make a rumor about Joe McCall. Hey, uh, Keith, have you heard any good jokes lately? I heard any good jokes lately. Not that I can think of right now. (laughs) That's the best one I've heard. Before we end this, I feel like, is there more to Juggalo's story? Because I can't remember any of it. <laughs> well, uh, I heard that your pants were down uh, when everybody was dragging you out, uh, and you didn't stop playing the guitar, but you were trying to play with your penis. That is not true, because I am not Joe McCall. But if I was Joe McCall, that would totally be true. That's a totally unsubstantiated rumor. Yeah, case. that's actually yeah. an indictment. Yeah, yeah. I think, uh, is that was that libel? Slander? That's slander. No, slander, that's slander. on a live potty podcast, potty cast recording. Yeah, so potty, that, potty that is cast. slander. Yeah, penis. Yeah. So is it uh, not liable if Jason hits the button first? What button? Keith, you're trying to tell rumors outside of the designated Joe McCall rumor segment. Okay, so anything you say now is really just kind of mean. You're mean. Yeah, you're just being a dick. Wait, well, let's let's wrap the show up before Keith. God. Hold on, hold on. I actually Derails did. I heard a really good joke. Hey, Keith, you want to hear this joke? Sure. All right, it goes like this. Knock, knock. Go ahead, Keith. Knock, knock. Keith lives in a bad area. He doesn't answer the door. (laughs) Are you looking for the peephole? Nathan, who's there? (laughs) No, 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 no. Keith's going to do a goddamn (laughs) joke. It doesn't work with that. Are you ready, Keith? Knock, knock. We will keep you on this line yeah. for uh, the whole night. Was, we will wake you up at three o'clock in the morning asking, "Knock, knock." Yeah, like no, don't tell him about. Don't, there, don't tell him about good one, Keith. After dark. Oh, wait, what was that, Keith? No, that was you ready joke. to do the joke. Who's there? Fuck you! Fuck you! Fuck you! Fuck you! Bye, Keith. Bye. It's been a lot of fun. I think. I don't even know anymore. I don't even know. (laughs) A lot better than our first attempt. (laughs) 
our guest today was James Boyko. Uh, yes, he was a guest Thanks one and a half times. On, James. Uh, our sort of guest, was, uh, as always, is Keith Baird. Boo! My name's Jason Portizo. I'm Trashbo Dickinson. And I'm Walter West Coast. Go follow us at, uh, at G1KPod on, uh, on Instagram. And uh, go uh, go follow Keith at the uh, the grocery store, wherever he is. And you can message Keith at, uh, at goodonekeith at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. This has been a JTP Audio Podcast. Thanks for listening.